Hello and welcome to this episode of the Corporate Escapers TV show and podcast. I'm your host, Christine Innes. I'm delighted to have the most amazing, truly inspirational woman joining me, Amanda. Welcome, beautiful. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I'm so delighted that you are here and just to have some time to actually sit down and chat with you. Um, I've got so many questions that I want to ask you. and But before we do, I'm going to hand over to you just to quickly introduce yourself to the audience and then we'll dive into some beautiful questions. Awesome. Thank you. Well, my name is Amanda Heal. I'm from Canberra, Australia, and I've been totally blind since birth and I'm a resilient speaker. I help business leaders and their teams build their resilience and overcome uncertainty by increasing their courage. Yeah. And I think right now it's so needed, you know, like for leaders, I know working in corporate that, you know, having the resilience, but the courage just to be who you are and be such an individual as well, opposed to, I guess, following others or, you know, trying to emulate other people as well. So I think what you're doing is so needed right now in the world. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, obviously like your story, it really struck with me because, you know, everybody has ups and downs in life. But what I loved about your story is the fact that it's not you holding you back, that you're really using it and, you know, making such a huge difference in the world, but shining the light for other people to let them know what is possible. So I just want to say thank you so much because I find it truly inspirational. Oh, thank you. That makes my heart sing because my, I believe my life's purpose is to inspire and encourage others. So if that's working, then great. It definitely is. It is. And I think, you know, as people are starting to, I guess with COVID and, you know, we've all had to go through either lockdowns and, you know, to different degrees, depending on where we're based in the world, we've had to do a lot of assessments on ourselves. And I guess it's, is that something that you're seeing now even more like when you're going out and doing your speaking and you're talking to, you know, corporate groups that people are really reassessing their life and also themselves? Oh, absolutely. Definitely. I mean, we face more uncertainty today than most of us have in our lifetimes. And so it's definitely, you know, many of us are, um, myself included, you know, reassessing and, and, just doing a bit of a self-check to make thing, make sure that, you know, things are as they should be and just tweaking here and there and, yeah. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And what, is, what are some of the, the, the key sort of messages that when you go and speak to corporate, obviously I know it's about resilience, but, I mean, you, you talk quite a fair bit when we, you wrote for us and what I loved was the fact that you're using the power of your story. Yes, and bringing that in and I am such a big believer of that I feel that when you own your story you don't get to change the direction that you want to go absolutely absolutely um well thank you yes I, that is true I do use my um, stories from my life and the lives of other people to to illustrate my points I've got a five met five step methodology which spells out the word focus And so the first step is to fix your eyes on the prize, not the problem. Mm -hmm. Then you can optimize your goals for outstanding results. Then you can connect with your conviction for greater consistency and performance. 
Then you upgrade your courage for unbelievable results. And then finally, you, you see your success by putting your courage into action. Oh, I love it. I got goosebumps by that. Oh. Like, it's, you know, it is amazing because, you know, so many of us are, you know, in the world of social media, in, you know, just life itself, we get so caught up. But when we can step back and like break it down with what you've just said, we can take those steps and literally transform every aspect of our lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And what are some of the key things that you're finding, you know, over your career that has been some of the big changes within corporate or even just, you know, as individuals as we're assessing life? I think people are becoming much more conscious of work-life balance. They're becoming much more conscious of what their work means to them. You know, does it light them up? Does it fulfill them? I think lockdown has really, and working from home has really given people that opportunity to kind of reassess those things. And uh, I've, I've read that you know, a lot of people are leaving their corporate jobs because they, they're looking for something more fulfilling. Mm, and that leads me into, um, I've actually written a book about this, um, if, if I may oh, please. speak yes, on that briefly. Absolutely. Um, it's uh, this book, Seeing by Vision, Not by Sight. And it is available in all the usual places uh, and also on my website. And uh, it is a book which enables you to go through the steps of discovering your life's purpose. Mm. And I, I feel <clears throat> that, you know, not to sound so spiritual or, you know, woo woo, which I know a lot of my listeners will get with me, but we are becoming quite awakened. We are actually mm. starting to realize that, you know, we don't have to follow the pathway as what what even what my parents had thought you know you go to school you get a good job and then then you have fun when you retire mm. life should be about having fun it should be about that balance and you know really actually focusing on the good stuff as well absolutely and I'm that's that's what you get when you live out your life's purpose when you discover mm. it and live it out and if you can do that as your career then that's even better um like as I said earlier my I believe my life's purpose is to inspire and encourage others. And, you know, that's what gets me up in the morning. I woke mm. up this morning. It's like, yay, I've got an interview. Yay, I can I can put my message out to some more people. Yay, I get to speak or, you know, yeah. what, whatever it is, write a blog post, write an article. And that's what lights me up. That's, that's what made me want to get better from COVID, which I've just had. You know, I wanted to get back to work and mm. doing those sorts of things rather than, oh, gosh, I have to go to work again yeah. and do this thing that I don't really enjoy. And, but you don't have to live out your life's purpose as your career. That's just the optimal. You can, uh, like the example I love to give is if you um, love animals, say, and you, you know, don't want to or can't retrain as say a vet or a vet nurse you know perhaps you can work as a volunteer at, a, at an animal shelter on the weekends or something um so you can live it out in all sorts of different ways yeah absolutely and that's one of you know the key messages that I loved about your story is the fact that you know it's not about you know working for yourself like I know a lot of people go oh you know I want to have my own business 
but it really is following your heart, your passion. And, you know, every day doing something that you absolutely love. Because I think that we get so caught up in just the the rhythm of life as such. Mm. Whereas we need to fill our cup up. And if doing something that you love is your job, then you're filling your cup up every single day as well. Absolutely. It's just the best way to live. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And what's next for you? Like you've you've written a book, you 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 speak at you know corporate places like what is next for Amanda well I guess building my speaking career because uh very briefly my journey was that I worked as a lawyer for 17 years as a government lawyer and then I was made redundant and then I sold skincare for a while because I thought that network marketing might be an easy uh, (laughs) thing to do so as I as I say in my talks I jumped into selling skincare like a woman desperately trying to run away from her past which wasn't necessarily the right thing to do but that was when I discovered personal development and I retrained as a John C. Maxwell speaker trainer and coach and thought I wanted to be a career coach and that wasn't going so well so I thought that maybe a life coach would be better and that that did go better and then I had a, um, a bit of an epiphany at a conference in 2020 when I heard this almost audible voice in my head saying speak I told you to speak now speak and it's like oh uh, okay so I um, decided to pivot into speaking and of course then COVID hit so um, I haven't been able to do enough of that for my liking so what's next for me is building my speaking career Mm -hmm. uh, getting out there and speaking to more people virtually and face to face and yeah that's that's really what I want to do is more speaking so oh, I think it's amazing. Speak and yes. reach out. <laughs> Absolutely. What has been one of the, 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 you know, obviously coming from a corporate career to, you know, going into business for yourself, what has been some of the biggest learning lessons personally for you? The buck stops with me. Yeah. And, you know, if, if it's different in a, in a job, you know, the, you've always got someone above you unless you're, you're, you know, running, you know, the company director or something, you've always got someone above you and to, to turn to you, to ask advice of, to, you know, help if something goes wrong, uh, to do the work if you get sick. But, you know, if, as, as a sole trader, if, if I don't do the work, it doesn't get done. Mm. And so that was the first big lesson. And the second big lesson is that what goes on in my head can often be the biggest obstacle because uh, when I was going to write my book, you know, the voices in my head were going, well, he's going to read your book. You know, you're, you're no one special. Only special mm-hmm. people write books. What are you doing writing a book and getting into speaking? Who's going to listen to what you've got to say? They'll just laugh at you and go, oh, you know, that's not, that's nothing special. So the voices in your head um, can often be the biggest obstacle to going forward rather than other people or or stuff so I had to do a lot of work to overcome my own negative beliefs and my own self-doubts and still do oh I think it's a daily thing I always say to people that if you go into business for yourself it's the biggest personal development that you'll ever go through (laughs) you will learn so much about yourself Mm. um you know in that aspect I talk a lot about um when I know from a from personal point of view is that when I left corporate I found that I was very much attached to that corporate identity yes and to find 
who was the real Christine. Did you go through something similar? Oh my gosh, yes. I, I When I left my my legal career, I, I lost my identity. I mean, I was Amanda Heal, the legislative drafter, the lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like, well, what am I now, a lipstick lady? I, I, I don't know. And then when I, I stopped selling skincare, it's like, well, what do I call myself? Am I a life coach? Am I a career coach? And now, that, now I know that whatever my identity is, it doesn't matter as long as I'm living out my life's purpose, as long as I'm inspiring and encouraging others, it doesn't matter whether I'm doing that as a blogger. It doesn't matter whether I'm an author, whether I'm a resilient speaker, whether I'm a coach, you know, it's, it's, I'm doing that thing that I've been put on this earth to do. And that's what really matters. So your identity is just a secondary thing. Mm, Yeah. That's so powerful because it took a long time for me to sort of unravel all of that. Mm and to find out who I was and I love you know how you keep saying about the life purpose because I think sometimes that you know those ups and downs that we go through in life actually leads us to where we're meant to be oh it does (laughs) you know it's a it's a crazy beautiful thing like you know the worst possible thing that could happen but then that leads us to a beautiful moment with it do you feel still even now that there's something more within you that is coming? Because I get that feeling from you. I, I get Always. that there's something brewing in you. I, I, it's just this energy that I'm getting from you that there's something really beautiful and big about to, to bloom from you. Yes. Yes, I, I do feel that too. I don't know what that is, but for a couple of years now, I felt like I've been right on the edge of something, right? Just teetering right on the edge. Yeah. And I just have to take that step or grab hold of that opportunity and I'll be off yeah yeah into the great unknown yeah (laughs) the wonderful great unknown (laughs) yes it is what advice would you give to somebody who's listening right now that is thinking that they're unfulfilled or they're just not sure where they're going in life what piece of advice would you give them gosh where do I start um Give yourself time to really discover, work out first what it is that is wrong. Because if you're feeling unfulfilled, you know, it could just be you're in the wrong environment. Perhaps you're in the right job, but you're in the wrong environment. I I coached um, a lady who was, we discovered her life's purpose was to care, serve and protect. And the problem was she was in a policy area where she really needed to be in a practical area. And so it could be work out whether it's your environment that's wrong or your actual, what you're actually doing from day to day. And then if it's, if it's, is actually your job, then work out, you know, how you can leave that job and what you need to go to. And there's lots of preparation. You need to do that. Like I read somewhere that most people only have like two months of savings. Um, it's not a good time to leave your career if you only have two months worth of savings. You need to have enough to live on for, say, six months, maybe even a year. I mean, it's taken me a long time to get into what I'm doing now. And even now, I'm I'm not earning, you know, I, I haven't made up the income that I was, was earning in, in my um, nine to five. Mm. Yeah. Um, but that's okay because I had, you know, redundancy payments and things like that, which, which helped me, but, you know, cover yourself financially, 
and then, you know, go on a journey if you need to. Give yourself that time to work out what it is that does fulfil you and how you can do that either as a job or as a hobby to sort of keep you top up your tank on the weekends to give you enough to go off and then do your your nine to five which pays pays the bills yeah yeah so that's that's kind of that's kind of my book in a nutshell but um there's there's an an awful lot more to it and the, the book actually has exercises which you can go through to take you on that journey it's a very interactive book in fact in the preface in the introduction I say look write in it write in the book um, which is normally one thing I hate because I remember in the old days when I used to borrow books from the library and I used to try and scan them on a document scanner to read them and these terrible people had written in them and underlined them and highlighted things and it's like it's not your book to deface um, whereas you know this one is yes no absolutely and I think the the more practical we make life as mm. well do you find that we overcomplicate things a lot definitely Absolutely. I mean, you were saying before that life has changed. I mean, my parents um, are in there, or my mum's 89 now, my dad's passed away a few years ago, but uh, they always said, you know, a government job is a job for life. You know, if you can get into a government job, you're safe. I mean, hello. (laughs) No, most, you know, quite a, you know, substantial part of the uh, public service now, I think is under contract. And those contracts can end at any time. You can be made redundant during a job freeze like I was. And there are no jobs to go to. Mm. Uh, so, you know, life has changed. And so we have to kind of move with it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I absolutely love what you're doing. I think you are truly inspirational. And I'm so grateful that you shared your story with us and also being here with us. We're going to pop all the links below where people can reach out to you, Amanda. So I just want to say thank you, beautiful, for being here today. Oh, thank you. If, if I could just clarify my speaker website, if you want to reach yes. out to me as a speaker, is the amandaheal.com.au site. My book is, and everything else is the Purpose Vision Future. Yeah, we're going to put both of those below so people can reach out. And honestly, if you are sitting there in corporate and you need an inspirational speaker, reach out to Amanda. She truly is amazing. Got a beautiful story to share. And honestly, I think resilience is something that we all need to learn. Um, And I, I wish that we were teaching this to children now in schools. So Thank you so much for being here, beautiful. Thank you. I want to thank everyone for watching this episode of the Corporate Scopers TV show. If you have liked it, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Make sure that you reach out to Amanda by following the clicks below. And remember to live life to the fullest every single day. Love and light to you all.